Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, a disgruntled DVC member finds a unique way to deliver his feelings to Disney. Changes are coming to some popular buffet restaurants at Walt Disney World, and here's a hint, they're not good. And the Chinese government is imploring their people not to crap in the flower beds around Shanghai Disney World. <laughs> All that plus this week's roundtable rapid fire and details on how you could win a five-day, four-night Magic Your Way package to Disneyland. All coming up next. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 888 for the week of June 7th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Kathy Whirling. Hi, everybody. Julie Martin. Hi. Back in the production nook, our associate producer, uh, Rhino Clavin. Hello. Along with our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. And uh, great to be with you guys. Hope you're having a good week so far. It's been very rainy here in Orlando, thanks to Tropical Storm, whatever the hell it was called. Colin. 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 <laughs> I like that better. Colin. It's not Colin. Um, yeah, we got we got a lot of rain dumped on us. You should hear the frogs at my house. They are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, good to be with you. Uh, a couple things that we want to talk about in housekeeping. First of all, um, yesterday started our Disneyland event for the month of June, as I've been mentioning for the last few weeks. Uh, every Monday through the month of June, we're going to be releasing uh, a show and a whole bunch of content surrounding Disneyland. Uh, this week, we're focusing on Disneyland's 60th anniversary, and we've put up uh, fi- we put up a video of the fireworks. We've put up video of Paint the Night, the New World of Color, uh, some other things that are up on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/disunplugged. If you want to check it out. Uh, next Monday, it's uh, all about dining at Disneyland. Uh, the June 20th, that Monday, is Disneyland Attractions. And June 27th, Tips from Locals, how to get the most out of your Disneyland vacation. And each week, we just got a ton of video uh, going up. But we are also giving away lots and lots of prizes. I'm going to give one away in a few minutes. It's not going to be the trip to Disneyland, so cool your jets. <laughs> but I do have a really cool prize to give away. We figured for the first random one, I do something, do something nice. Um, but uh, if you're interested in winning one of the two five-day, four-night Magic Your Way packages to Disneyland that we're giving away, courtesy of Dreams Unlimited Travel, then there are two ways for you to do that. Number one, you can post a photo of your favorite Disney memory on Twitter or on the Diz, on the official Diz Facebook page on Facebook using using the hashtag send me to Disneyland and randomly we will be drawing one person from that from who uses that hashtag um, at the end of July and we will award that person a 5 day 4 night magic your way package to Disneyland and we'll be announcing that on our 10th anniversary show, which is July 25th. 
We'll be doing that live at the uh, Cirque du Soleil Theater in Disney Springs. Now, the other way that you could win one of these trips is each week during our event, we are releasing two trivia questions. One goes up on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash disunplugged. The other one is on the Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged, which goes up on iTunes every Monday. And then keep track of your answers. At the end of the month, we will let you know where you can submit your answers. From We will select one person at random from all the correct answers received. And that person will also receive a five-day, four-night Magic Your Way package to Disneyland. So two chances to win. Uh, hashtag send me to Disneyland on Twitter and Facebook with a picture of your favorite Disney memory. Or answer a couple of trivia questions every week for the month of June. And you might win that way as well. But as I said, we are also giving away a bunch of random prizes throughout the month. So if you go to wdwinfo.com slash Disneyland, first of all, you can find all of the content we're releasing in that on that one page, plus all the details on the contests. But you can also sign up for random prizes, as did uh, Mr. Anthony Devanzo. He did that yesterday. He signed up, and his name was drawn at random just a little while ago by Mr. Corey Martin himself. And we're going to be reaching out to Anthony and giving him a Mickey Mouse Pirates of the Caribbean Here's Poochie canvas print, framed canvas print by artist Darren Wilson. This is a $175 value, and yours courtesy of Dreams Unlimited Travel just for signing up. We're going to be doing this at random throughout the month. All sorts of different prizes. They're not always going to be this. Sometimes they'll be a little smaller. Sometimes they'll be different. But we're going to just be doing all sorts of random prizes throughout the month. Get everybody excited about Disneyland. Um, And uh, I'll tell you, you know, it doesn't take much to get me pumped up about Disneyland. I love it. We had such a great trip out there in April. And uh, I've been saying for a couple months now, because I've been seeing the raw footage of what we filmed and how good it was and how excited I was to see it. And then I got the most amazing gift on on Sunday, when uh, you know I was uh, just finished feeding feeding my family a lasagna dinner, and I get a little text saying, "Check this out." And uh, Craig put together something what we call a sizzle reel uh, for our 60th anniversary show that we just uh, we put up yesterday, and I am so amazingly proud of this. Uh, of this video he did such a cool job and i want to go ahead and share that with you now so go ahead and take a look at craig's 60th anniversary video unbelievable gave me goosebumps it gives me uh, I, me I, too kathy yeah. i was like is it cold or is it me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i gotta tell you i probably watched that video about 10 times and it gives me goosebumps every time such a great job on that craig thank you everybody very much. did a phenomenal job it yeah. was it was okay <laughs> I liked it better than cats. I did. Um, it was actually really great. Good job. Um, Thank you. You know, everybody did a great job. We had such fun. I, you know, I, and I watched that, and like all I, all I feel is like I, I just I want to go back. I want to go back. Love it out in Disneyland. If you haven't been out there, please follow along with us this month and check out all the stuff we're going to talk about. Um, got a lot of great content coming out, and uh, just trying to convince everybody head out there. Uh, we we love it and. I, I am. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how I can, I can work out the time to get back out there again. 
before, especially before the 60th ends. 60th yeah. ends uh, uh, in, in September, and uh, so I, I, I want to check this stuff out again. You were just out there. Mm-hmm. You had a good time. Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah, she's wearing a shirt. <laughs> yes, it, there's just something. I mean, I love that I live by Walt Disney World, but there's just something special about going to Disneyland. And if you haven't gone, yeah, go. Well, I think part of it for me is that it's that you know. Like when I lived in New Jersey and would come here, this was my vacation destination. Now I live here. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't appreciate it and love it, I do. But um, you know, Super. that's something I have. You know, that's not in my backyard. That's something I can only go to once or twice a year. There's also the idea that when we go there, we go on vacation. Yeah, I mean, we are working. We're always working. But it's also you're not home. You're not worried about your house stuff. You're actually staying in a hotel, so it feels more like a vacation. Exactly. Plus, it's it's for me. It's like where it all started. And, and it's like, you know, I've, I've said this before. It's like I can almost feel Walt or see Walt walking down the street. It's just. It's, but that, those are your mental issues. Yeah, well, yes. 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 Kathy, I agree. She's a I've drinker. always said that. It's more magical for me there, too. Um, I've only been, I think, twice the last time I was pregnant. So <laughs> um, I did tell Corey that for next summer, I want to plan a trip with our kids. Oh, they love to love fly. It. So I think they're old enough to make that longer journey. Um, and make it a true family vacation because yeah. even at Walt Disney World, like you said, you know, if you have a pet or whatever's going on, it's still sort of in the back of your mind that you're still home, right. still home even yeah. if you're on Walt Disney World property. Right. Whereas exactly. in Disneyland, you forget about all Julie, that. Julie, you guys should do that and then go out to Alani. Well, I want them to be a little bit bigger for that trip, like, you know, doing the, the double trip. Yeah, it's a long trip. Yeah. So um, that's what I wanted to get out about uh, our. Disneyland stuff. Uh, remind everybody about uh, our other shows, other Dis Unplugged shows. Um, yesterday, uh, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show released uh, their first Disneyland vacation, uh, Disneyland uh, show. We did. Um, Deborah Lopez joined us, and she talked about booking a uh, well, a Disneyland stay, specifically focusing on the Disneyland hotels and Disneyland packages and then next week we're going to talk about good neighbor hotels and good neighbor packages awesome um, of course every Monday uh, disunplugged.com and on iTunes you can check out the Disneyland edition of the Disunplugged with host Tom Bell and his team uh, this week Michael Bowling continues his celebration of Disneyland's 60th with part 2 of Disneyland After Walt which is a look at some of the events and changes that happened in Disneyland in the 1970s so Check that out on iTunes or on DizUnplugged.com where you can find all of our shows. Of course, every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, live, DizUnplugged.com, the universal edition of the Diz Unplugged with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, and Oliver Green. And Craig, what are you talking about this week? Mm, I have no idea right now because <laughs> Rhino, I just, I thought Rhino was leaving on Friday to go to California, and apparently he's leaving on Thursday. So that means we have to pre-record tomorrow, and I wasn't prepared for that. I was ready to uh, go out to the parks on Wednesday to get some content. I'll, so I'll sit in with you on Thursday if you want to do it live, because Oli- oh. Oliver and I have our theme park day tomorrow, and I really don't want to miss that. Okie dokie. Um, so here, we just figured that out. Okay. And I'll, I'll yell about something at Universal. That works. Maybe actually, maybe what uh, Oliver and I will do tomorrow for our theme park day is we'll head over there. Yeah, that'd be cool. I can join you after the fix. No, I don't want you there. Okay, I will. Well, too bad I, I didn't leave earlier. I could have lived, lived in from Hollywood. You could have lived in. What? Lived, lived, lived in. Well, forget it. Why, why is he even here? 
He's really turned into Aunt Clara. Is that his name? Yes, he's Aunt Clara. <laughs> is that from Bewitched? Yes, yes, it is. Aunt Clara. Funny. It's funny because it's true. Um, and, uh, of course, every Friday-ish, Ish. Um, Diz Pop with Rhino and Oliver, and, but mostly Rhino. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> And what... Uh, well, in every shot, in every shot, Rhino is in the foreground, Oliver is in the background. You've got to make sure they know where they stand. <laughs> I choreograph That's Oliver. why they call them backup singers. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin gets it. So what, what, are you, uh, what are you doing this week? Um, well, the, I made this last episode a little bit longer and supersized because I don't think there'll be a video episode this week um, until Monday or Tuesday. Like I said, Friday-ish. Yeah, ish. Because I'm going to collect – I might do something while I'm in Disneyland and turn that into a, to a Dizpop episode. Um, but uh, there'll be an audio-only movie review for sure this coming out this week so you'll get you'll get a little little taste of this a little taste of that what movie um pop star never mm-hmm. stop never stopping so you run out uh it's a, <laughs> there's, no more, there's no more movies to review um well the disney movies we're in a lull between finding dory and and everything so we we thought we'd toss it over to the universal side and, and show them some love too so yes lots oh. to look forward to <laughs> All right, and finally, just want to remind everybody about our Mega Meat 10th anniversary weekend coming up July 22nd through the 26th, culminating with our, our big 10th anniversary show at the Cirque du Soleil Theater in Disney Springs on July 25th. You have like two days. Two days to sign up. June 9th, we're going to cut off sign ups. I apologize. I know people would like more time to do it. We have to get credentials made. We have to get final lists to Disney and all that stuff. So June 9th, please make sure you've signed up. You have to sign up in advance on the website. And also I want to make sure people know that on June 21st, they'll be closing down the group space we've saved at the Disney resorts. So if you're looking to book a room, you got to do that by June 21st or else there won't be any more resorts for you. Well, if they book the room but they can't register, do they – automatically get registration if they book the room? They do not. There are people who have already signed up who are still on the fence about where they're going to stay. Okay. So if you're on the fence about where you're going to stay and you're thinking about... You're not going to find... I'm telling you, I, I, we're not... We, the prices are so good, we're not allowed to disclose exactly. what they are. I'm not kidding. That's how good the prices are. We are not allowed. By contract, we are not allowed to disclose the prices. Yep. Um, but they're really, really good. And so, yeah, please. Yep. And that's going to close June 21st. That's Disney's rule not ours they have to close out the group so please make sure you sign up and i also know that people are waiting for some more details i apologize we're working on everything as soon as we have anything finalized we'll make sure you know about it it's just how things work and you know still looking for auction items if you have any contact teresa or we've squared away the fact that we've got space for our silent auction teresa and kathy are both going to run that so make sure you get in touch with those guys to get your items over there and we're going to, uh, the guys or the team is all uh, deciding uh, on uh, what they're going to do in the parks. We're going to be having all these meets in the parks and around property. Um, and we are trying to work on, we're, we're trying to finalize a special event for one night, but. Yeah, we're working on it. We promise. I also want to remind folks, too, that um, this is for Give Kids the World. We're raising money for Give right. Kids the World. So if you're looking to put some kind of meat together, let's try to make sure there's a way to raise money for that. If you don't know what to do or how to do it, contact me, 
John at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. I'll give you ideas. I'm going to jump on to the end of that. I've been asked to remind folks that in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, next Saturday, this coming Saturday? is When's next Saturday? I got this today. Uh, the 10th or the 17th? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Someday in Those the future. Are Fridays. I get confused by next Saturday. To yeah, me, me too. this coming Saturday is this Saturday. Right, and next, next Saturday, Saturday is next Saturday. It's a week yeah. from now. Do they give yeah. you a date? No. It oh. just says just that it's next Saturday in Fitchburg, and tickets are still available. They're showing um, Finding Dory. Well, it comes out the That's 17th. That's next Saturday. Oh, yeah. it's got to be It's next. a week from this coming Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can get information on the New England Disney Facebook page. This is all to give money for, or raise money for Give Kids of the World, or they've gotten the movie theater to donate space, and oh, nice. there'll be other things going on. There always is. Um, also, they're also running that weekend a charity scavenger hunt on Sunday, the 24th. The weekend of our mega meet, of right. our 10th anniversary. Our mega meet, and it's going to all be done around the monorail. Families are welcome. There are teams available. You can do it individually and join a team. I know that John and I are doing it. A bunch of people are doing it. Are you, so We should have shirts made up that says, I beat Kevin and John at the scavenger hunt. Because <laughs> you know we're not going to win it. You know we're going to find a cool place to He's stay. looking at you like, oh, that's what you think. No, <laughs> no we've got some folks that are participating who are very competitive. You're just going to tag onto their team? Uh, no. <laughs> no. And then there are people, we, we and I'm going to their own team. out. There's people like Christy Holland. Christy Holland and I will find a place near the gift shop and sit and watch the other people run around. So, Christy, I'm with you. I only called you out because we understand each other. So, it, But there's going to be lots going on that weekend. So if you want to go see Finding Dory, the best way to do it with your family is raise money for Give Kids to the World. And that's Saturday the 17th. Now, I'm probably going to get something thrown at me. Um, but if you cannot make our 10th anniversary weekend of wonder, um, <laughs> don't despair. Don't despair. But if I were you, I would keep the first week of June open next week, next year. Anybody figure out why? Is it because my, my first child turns 20. Wow, the Diz. The Diz will be 20 oh, years wow. old Sorry. next June 1st. i like, you have a child we didn't know about? <laughs> <laughs> that I had a child I didn't know about. I was going to say, he might not know about it. But, uh, yeah, the Diz is going to be true. We have to do something. Sure. So. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Site that started it all. Yeah. Um, that is true. We should definitely do something. You know, 20, 20th and 20 years we've been doing this. 20 years. So we've been doing the podcast half as long as the Diz been alive? That's yeah. true. That's incredible. It's incredible that, you know, the other day I thought, we've been doing this for 10 years, and none of us thought this was going to last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. Here we are. So, okay. With that, anything else for housekeeping? I'll just add that in addition to the auction items, we have the Give Kids the World wish list of items that they can always use so we'll have like a a container there that if you want to bring some of the items and that's up on the the dis board i think it's a separate thread but i'll bump it again so if you want to bring like batteries or cds or cameras there's a whole list of we'll just make sure craig gets a link and we can put it in the show poor kathy her whole face is blocked by this thing i mean look at her shot which way do I need to go? I just know it's the microphone. I mean, like, it's taller? like a big square. I can, <laughs> I can try. And Teresa and I are going to the um, Give Kids the World meetup in Nova Scotia this weekend. So oh, that's if right. you're in the Halifax area, stop by and see us and bid and 
spend lots of money. I just want you to know we were watching Jeopardy last week, and there was a question about the Halifax explosion. Oh, yeah? And this factory where the window was blown out, and they haven't replaced it they, because it's sort of this little monument kind of thing. And we both knew the answer because we took the tour. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Let's not bring that up. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, Kathy. Anything else for housekeeping? Going once, going Oh, two. one more thing. There's still space available on our October 23rd through the 28th Backstage Magic. There's only a couple spaces left. I've got a couple of people with feelers out there. If you think you want to go trick-or-treat in Halloween or at Disneyland, watch Craig's video and imagine doing that with candy. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Don't tell Candy we told us that she was going to be. <laughs> really? Candy doesn't know. All right. And we'll turn it over to Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news story. Disney Vacation Club member creates website to air, to air his grievances. This is brilliant. Okay? This is brilliant. A disgruntled Disney Vacation Club owner is making his feelings known via a new website directed at Ken Potrock, the club's senior vice president and general manager. Back in April, DVC took away some of the membership extras perks for those buying DVC contracts through resale. Those owners will no longer get discounts on shopping, dining, annual passes, or access to members-only events. Other perks that have been removed in recent years for those owners were the ability to use points to book Disney cruises, adventures by Disney trips, or stays at the concierge collection hotels. Timothy D'Alessandro was upset about these changes, so he created the website www.kenpotrock.com using the site to post his feelings on the matter. He wrote, quote, I am deeply distressed by your recent 4-4-2016 changes to our club. You have effectively created the second-class second purchasers. The changes do not affect Delisandro personally, as he purchased his membership previously, but he says, quote, it's the principle. He says they have to look at the bigger picture. Even a resale buyer is making a phenomenal commitment to Disney. If you are a new resale member, you are not a member of the club. He paid $10 for the website and is planning to take it down in a few months once he's gained the attention of Pot Rock. He said he has not yet received a response from Disney. I agree with him. You know, I initially, my feelings on this were, you know what, people who pay more should get more. But I've talked to some people uh, over the last two, oh, two months now since they did this, and you know I'm starting to I'm starting to feel like yeah this might be unfair. This just might be unfair. Their dues don't go down. Mm-hmm. They still have maintenance fees the same as everybody else, no matter what you paid for your point. What about people who inherit points? They didn't pay anything. Right. There's yeah. also the idea that this is a retail and uh, um, uh, can't think of the right word. Uh, real estate interest that you're buying actual real estate a portion of a whole so if that's the case if I paid less for my house than the original purchaser did what difference does it make does it mean yeah does it mean I have less rights to the land exactly Um, well you know it's uh, because we're about to talk about something in the next news story that kind of goes to this you know we keep talking about the money grabs you know we keep hearing about the money grabs Disney doing this Disney doing that on some of this stuff, you know, like the after hours event or the early morning event, I think that's fine. I love the after hours event. I'm sorry it went away. I think it was absolutely worth what they were charging for it. I did it twice. So I put my money where my mouth is. Um, on some of this stuff, though, it's taking stuff away. I was just going to say, when you're getting something extra. Right. That's one thing. If you thing. pay more for more, that's great. But 
You know, they already get perks for buying from Disney. You get to book 11 months out. Where people who buy secondhand or um, resale don't. You have to buy seven. You can book seven months out. Depending on the resort. Depending on your resort. I think to myself, you are taking something away. Well, what they're trying to do is they are trying to put a dent. I think the resale market has hurt them. Um, because people are saying, why should I spend $170 a point on Disney Vacation Club when I can go on the resale market and find it sometimes for half that? If wow. you read his whole page, is actually he did a really good breakdown of DVC pricing during a promotion that they ran. And he showed that they had a 60% increase in sales when they lowered their price just by like 10 or $15 a point. For this promotion, and he said that's what's hurting the the, re, the sale. What's hurting the sale is the price per point, not the resale market. Look at what happens when you bring it to a point where people think it's reasonable. Right. And so I, you know, I I think that this is you know a very, you know, otherwise if he sends a letter, it just kind of it goes into a pile. Let's be honest, it goes into a pile. Ken Potrock's not going to read that. I will guarantee you. Ken Potrock has read this. I will guarantee you. And this is peaceful protest. What, whether or not, it, yeah, and it's respectful. It's not. Right. It's not hateful. Right. It's not. He hasn't set up a comment section where people no. can trash anybody. No, this is all just you know. He has he has something a, a message he wants to get across. He's doing it in a respectful way. He's not you know. It's not an ad hominem attack. It's not a personal attack. It's nothing I like that. I bet this that. isn't the first one we've seen. And now I bet people are going out and buying their own websites. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. They don't want their name taken. <laughs> I think I think this, but I, I, I thought this was a classy way to do it and a very unique way to make sure you got your you got your point across. He is very well spoken. Yeah. No, I, I, I'll tell you. So it's, it's www.kenpotrock.com. Is the website? Go check it out. Um, and uh, he he really he does he does a great job breaking down what his uh, what his feelings about. And this you don't are. have to agree with it, but it's good to read. It is, and I don't think it, you know. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to change anything. But I will guarantee you, you have gotten Disney's attention, Mister Delisandro, and good job. So now talking more about. I don't mean to belabor the point, but I was reading CNN online today. And this story has reached the national news. Has it? Mm-hmm. What the uh, the Ken Potrock story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't think this next one does. But it's certainly a big deal for Disney fans. This next sure news story: three popular Disney character dining experiences might be getting a price increase. It appears several character dining experiences at Walt Disney World may have gone up in the number of Disney dining plan credits required to book them. Chef Mickey's, Arkushush, and Tusker House were listed as two credit meals instead of the one credit that was previously listed. Chef Mickey's listed one credit for lunch and two credits for dinner, uh, and the others listed two credits for both lunch and dinner. Some posters online are reporting that when they called and asked Disney about it, they were told it is a complete computer glitch and the restaurants will remain one credit meals, but it's unclear whether that is actually the case or not. It's also being reported that pricing may be going up to as much as fifty nine ninety nine for all three restaurants beginning October second. Right. Prices at the Disney restaurants generally change seasonally, so depending on the date, the range now appears to be thirty five dollars to fifty nine ninety nine. Presumably, people who had booked these restaurants at the previous price will have that price honored, but that remains to be seen. Um, I doubt it. 
but here's here's what's happening. Um, that was not a glitch in their system. They are loading it in because in October, every, not just these three, every buffet restaurant at Walt Disney World is going to this new pricing. It's going to go from an average of $42 for a buffet to 60 It's a 48% price increase. Now, I want anybody to look me in the eye and tell me, with maybe a couple of exceptions, and even there it's a stretch, that there is any buffet at Disney World serving food that warrants $60 a person. No. You are approaching prices now for restaurants, for for four- and five-star restaurants. Bull and Bear is, you can go to Bull and Bear for less. Exactly. Um, You know, I... uh, Oliver and I on our theme park day last week had uh, uh, lunch at the new, or, uh, well, lunch. It was actually a dinner, but it was at lunchtime at Tiffin's. Mm-hmm. And we paid $70, $72 a person there. But we had appetizer, main course, dessert, um, you know, a couple different things. And it was, it was exquisite. It was fantastic. Um, I got to tell you, Chef Mickey's tries to charge me $60. <laughs> Mm-mm. Burn the place to the ground. <laughs> so this now, you know, look, I've, and, and I think I've been especially lately very fair in, you know, almost defending Disney for some of the, the things that they, they've been doing that people are talking about being a money grab. This is coming. This is ridiculous. I mean, really, can anybody in this room right now we're all very experienced with, with, with Disney and dining and buffet meals. Can anybody tell me that there is a buffet right now at Walt Disney World that is worth $60? No. no. Is this now going to be – what's the child price going to be? Do we know? It was like 39 Ridiculous. Yeah. No child eats $39 so worth of food. So a family of four will be $200 for to share Mickey's. germs with other people. Yeah, 200 to $250, depending. Oh. If they're over nine. I was going to say, well, yeah, that's true, too. I'm and so that, when the, whatever meals, whether it's lunch, dinner, breakfast, it's not going to be breakfast. It'll be lunch right. lunch and or dinner. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go up to this new pricing. And those that's when the two-table service credit's going to kick right. in. So basically, that crappy dinner you had at Chef Mickey's is the same number of table service credits... As I don't know, California Grill, Gico, Gico, Narcissus. The list goes on, and so here you go, Disney. This is what you want to do. Fine, improve the damn food, because your buffet food pretty much sucks. I'll tell you what. Why don't you fly some people out to Disneyland and go taste what they're putting on buffets? And then see if they'll share the damn recipe with you and how to do it. Because $60 for some of that crap, they're, they're, they're floating around. Horrible. Horrible. Again, this goes back to the money grab. It's, a, it's different when they're selling you something extra. After hour parties, you're paying for it. And you have a right. Don't go. They're not, they're not, you're not getting anything extra for this 48% no. increase. It also feels like this is such a big difference. It's not a 10% increase. It's not incremental. Yeah. You know, I know we're upset about the ticket prices. Those are incremental increases. This is, you know, almost, almost 50%. Double. 50%, yeah. This is a tremendous increase in price. And we have this from really – it hasn't been published yet. We have this from a very good source, that these are the prices. 
And I'm, you know, I'm certain of it. I'm certain that in October, this is what we're going to see. Um, and I hope, I hope that when it happens, that the outcry, that it just is, that this be, let this be the straw that breaks the camel's back and people just stop booking them. Yeah, wouldn't that be A couple of days of an empty buffet. Well, you know what? They started getting a taste of it with the after hours event at $150. Too many people Mm -hmm. said, no, they couldn't sustain it. Yeah. Um, So I wonder what's going to happen with this. I really hope people just on principle say, no, you know what? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I love my kids, and I want want to see my kids have these experiences with the characters. Not at this price, Mm -mm. though. Right. Not at this price. There are other character meet and greets that you can do that are not a buffet. Exactly. So I'm very interested to see. And I think $60 for a 1900 Park Fair. Can you imagine? I would pay $60 not to go. <laughs> <laughs> Especially it's 1900. so loud in there. And just the food is and so chaotic. Bad. And the food is usually not great. It's high school cafeteria food. And that, that, that's, that's insulting to high school cafeteria. I was about to say, I really enjoyed my cafeteria in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this next story that John's about to read. Um, you know, I think there needs to be an etiquette guide for Disney world? executives. No, for Disney executives. <laughs> like, it's, it's rude to charge $60 and serve someone crap. Um, so we'll let you go on to that story because I right. think this is hysterical. Our third news story. Chinese government releases etiquette guide in an effort to keep Shanghai Disneyland clean. After the mess tourists have made of the yet unopened Shanghai Disneyland, the Chinese government has stepped in with an etiquette guide for the park's visitors. The etiquette guide was created by the city's civilization office and tourism tourism board. Uh, The guide lays out six rules to keep the issue from resurfacing and to keep a, quote, good international image for the country. The rules are throw garbage in trash cans, Protect public property. Don't damage flowers or gardens. Don't lay down on the grass. Don't jump queues. And maintain overall decorum. Now, right, I'm sorry. Uh, right now uh, on the screen is a, a picture that was viral around the internet about uh, you see this woman, and if you can make it out, there's a little kid there squatting. This kid is taking a dump in the flower bed. That falls okay. under the general decorum rule. <laughs> <laughs> no, it falls under don't damage the flowers or gardens. <laughs> this is very That's cultural. That's fertilizer, um, Pete. <laughs> you know, so I, I've, I, I'm very excited to go to Shanghai next year and see it. Um, the first Chinese person I see dumping in the flower bed, I'm out. <laughs> this is very cultural. A lot of China is still very, very rural and very... They don't have Not, toilets. Right. They don't, they don't have toilets and they don't have diapers on their kids. Most clothes in the rural part of China for children young, that young are actually built with a slit in the back because that's how you do it. It's just they're taught to just. Well, I applaud the convenience. Well, but <laughs> they don't have diapers. So it's a very cultural thing. I get, and it. It's a, it's I a, get it. I get it. You but, know, and if that's what you've, if that's what you know to do. Don't be going in somebody else's bushes. Well, though. one of the perks of being one of the perks <laughs> of being own. an American is we get to laugh at things like this. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Why um, can't they just fashion some sort of cloth diaper? 
yeah. that can be washed. That makes sense. Because they don't even understand the concept of diapers. Diapers right. are so foreign. Toilets are foreign. Right. The idea that this young child well, I, 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 I think this is in the rural areas. I don't know right, how many right, of right. these people are really going to Shanghai Disneyland. I mean, I, I'm imagining like, Shanghai is a major city. I mean, there are major, major cities that, you know, these apartments have bathrooms. These houses have bathrooms. Maybe not out in the fields or, you know, out in the rural areas. But I, I got to imagine that. Well, that's a lot of the big controversy right now with Shanghai Disneyland is that uh, Disney has been kind of going a little harsh on the L.A. Times because they've been reporting about how uh, Chinese locals are saying that the food prices are too high, which we look at them and they're typical for what we would pay at our parks. But apparently for the Chinese, they're too high as well as even the price to get in, which is an American. I think it's only seventy six dollars. But they're saying even for their middle class, that's too much money. So, yeah. Th- that's right. And the, the L.A. Times, one reporter in particular has been reporting on this pretty regularly in the L.A. Times and had his invitation to the, mm-hmm. uh, fr- the premiere of the new Frozen show at California Adventure revoked. They called him up and said, you've been uninvited. Um, because oh, That's like a mean girls kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, don't you remember when Disneyland Paris I'm old enough to remember when Disneyland Paris opened and don't you remember that that was maybe not pooping in the the flowers but the people in France were like what is this crap and Disneyland Paris wasn't very well received either as a matter of fact for the first couple of years they thought it was abject failure so well, it still I, struggles to make any money right. um, that park still I, isn't doing well this I think is this is a form of colonization, and they're going to have some growing pains. Disney's trying to take over the world, and I think when you build a – there's a culture difference, and I think that's going to be – Well, you would have imagined that some of this would have been thought about yeah, before that, that time. Yeah, that was the part. I, well, maybe I mean, the culture guys. isn't new. It's not like this. somebody sprung this on Disney. I mean, right. it's – Supposedly, this is what Disney does, right? We know about this from Alani and from other places where Disney supposedly goes in and understands the culture. Uh, Tokyo is an example. See, but Alani, they got it right. Right. Where they go in and they try to make sure that it's culturally sensitive and accessible. I also believe Someone the Chinese people don't think Shanghai Disney is Chinese enough. That's what I've read, that the people think it's kind of a slapdash version of Chinese. Well, so, And I don't know that that's – I think the reasons I've read is it's a more cultural thing that not everybody sees things the way we do. So, um, Did you read the story about the uh, Chinese billionaire? Who has theme yeah. parks? Who's building Wanda Park or something? Yeah. He's building something crazy. I, kept, I read this and I kept thinking, I don't. I've never heard of. However, Wanda he's he's pretty much come out and told Disney that what you're doing is completely and totally wrong for the Chinese. Right, people. but he has he has a competing. vested interest in that. I right. mean, he has that's competing companies. He's like he, building the the Chinese version of Six Flags. Right, and he has multiple of them. But um, you know, who knows? Maybe something will happen, and this will create a cultural shift in the country. You know, we're talking about. A communist country. So we're talking about a country that's now going to be exposed to abject capitalism. And apparently, you know, for all the censorship they do of the internet in China, uh, apparently things like this going viral around the rest of the world does get the attention of somebody over there. Right. Um, because they don't like the way they're being made to look. What did um, you find out about it? We've talked about how are we going to work over there? I just, censor the internet. There's no, you, and there's no Twitter. In China? There's no Facebook? I don't know. The internet's locked down, so... We'll so see. when we're there, we might not 
be heard from. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, I don't want to actually after this conversation. We may never be heard from we again. We might not get invited back. <laughs> we might not be allowed in. If that's the case, I'm pooping in all the flower beds. <laughs> <laughs> Let all me right. show you how it's done. Okay, here's the deal. You're never going to be able to unsee that now. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for the news. All right, thank you, John. Let's go ahead and move on to Roundtable Rapid Fire. We'll start with you. All right, I actually think this speaks to the conversation about the pricing going up at the restaurants. Uh, Walt Disney World Summer Booking discounts have extended their book by date to July 8th, 2016. This is across the board for Awaken Summer, Kid Size Package promotion. All of these promotions that came out that ex- cover summer months, they've now extended the booking window one more week. A little bit more, actually. I think it's nine days. So I think that's pretty significant and telling of what Disney's summer is like. So we talk about tipping points and we talk about pricing for restaurant tipping points. We may have seen it for resorts. Okay. However, good for you. If you're going to go, take advantage of that discount. Absolutely. Good discounts this summer. Exactly. All right, Kevin. Duty and Burke is releasing Magic Bands. There's three different versions. They're supposed to be out sometime this summer. There are going to be the the guesses that there's going to be 40 they're going to be $48 a piece. There's a gray mini parts. I don't know what it's called. Mini parts. <laughs> Minnie Mouse Downtown. Um, then there's a white one with Mickey and park icons. This little short article. Oh, you're became, getting very Bob Varley over here. <laughs> yes, I know. This little mini article became like nine pages, and this is what I've pulled out. Because Kevin of it. doesn't know how to do print one page. <laughs> <laughs> he does print all, and all of a sudden it's Disney and printer body parts and Mickey and Minnie. Body parts. That's what it's called. It, body it parts. is, and if you look at it, this it's one's literally body, body parts. parts. The gray one. Her feet, her hands, okay. her bow. Her, body her, parts. Her, her stomach. And then there is. <laughs> it's her thumb. <laughs> there's Disney Anna. And Mickey and Minnie go to the zoo. Mickey and Minnie Mouse downtown. They're all getting their own magic bands. These are going to be limited to 1500 they think, for, for each design. They'll come in their own stylish box. Ooh. So you can keep it there after it dies. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it will have a slider that says Dooney and Burke. There you go. And these will be available in the parks and uh, Disney Store online. Uh, yes. And they, uh, we think they're going to be $48. All right. And I have to give the Disney Fashion Blog credit for that because that's where they got the information. And is that, is that DisneyFashionBlog.com? I don't know. Hang on. I think it's com. I'm going that's to right. We'll wait. <laughs> yeah, it's not like do. you have something better to do. I don't know. Seriously, Bob is living inside of him. DisneyFashionista.com. There you go. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Kathy. Okay. Mine is the ESPN Club on the boardwalk is now offering limited reservations. Before it was um, just a walk-up, and now they're offering reservations for lunch Monday through Friday. Walk-up with first come, first served is the only option for Saturday and Sunday and daily for dinner. Lunch is served from 1130 a.m. to 4 p.m. Huh. So, you can see the joy in your face, Kathy. Yeah, it's like, uh, did they see a need for that? Oh, um, that place is crazy. I won't yeah. ever go there. Not during a sporting event. Yeah, it's much crazy, less. Man. I mean, why would I go there? Um, so, in the same vein, <laughs> advanced dining reservations are now also being accepted at Magic Kingdom Skipper Canteen. Um, when it first opened, dining was strictly walk up, but then they changed shortly after to allow. 
same-day reservations, and now they'll be accepting reservations 180 days in advance, just like any other restaurant on property. Which makes me very sad. A credit card yeah. is required to hold the reservation at time of booking, and standard cancellation policies will apply. It makes me very sad. I was I was really hoping that this test would work. Um, yeah. Because that's what it was. It was a test to see if they could open a new restaurant and not take reservations. And just people walk up. If there's a table, you get it. If not, wait like any other restaurant. I went Saturday. Walked <laughs> up, but I saw the sign up, and I was like, oh, shoot. I Because when I saw it on the counter, I was like, oh, man, I guess we're not going to be able to eat here because the sign is up here. But they it wasn't busy in the morning, so Eli and I ate there. What did the sign say? It said... Um, ADRs required? <laughs> I was going to say something <laughs> inappropriate, but... Now accepting advanced dining reservations? Is that what the sign said? <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it said it said um, something about the dining reservation on the counter, about if you have it, whatever it was. I was going to say I went during gay days, so it said no gays, so we couldn't go, but we did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Anything there's that. Go for inappropriate. <laughs> Next time, uh, you know, follow your gut on that. <laughs> nah, nah. All right. Your thank you, Julie. Okay. Rhino. Um, so mine is about some Finding Dory merchandise that you can find now. Uh, so guests can uh, find uh, toys, backpacks that resemble this octopus Hank that they love. He's a septopus. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Um, and <laughs> it said the octopus on the Disney Parks blog. He yeah, has seven legs. That. He has oh. one of his legs missing. So he's a septopus. That's sad. Spoiler alert. What have you been talking about? And, yeah, I was about to say everybody knows right now. <laughs> um, you can find plush, uh, ceramic mugs, Disney pins, um, all that jazz. And starting on the 17th, um, guests will be able to create customized phone cases with the new character artwork at uh, DTech on demand at um, wherever those are located. And then if you are visiting Alani, um, or sailing on the Disney Cruise Line, you can find a specially designed Finding Dory themed. Uh, it just says this sentence was worded terribly. Um, specially designed <laughs> Finding Dory themed products by Trina Turk. I oh, I, I know who that is. Oh, okay, I was like, I wasn't sure, but they showed a photo and it looked Good cute. Old Trina. But yeah, that's it. We were in the Disney store at Downtown Disney, Disney Springs, Springs the <laughs> other day, and when you first walked in, that's all they had. Was finding Dory merchandise. I didn't count the octopus's legs, but it was rooms and rooms of it. They have it out at the airport too. So if you're coming into Orlando, you can buy your souvenirs right there at the airport. Wow. (laughs) Why why did you cut to me? (laughs) (laughs) Whenever there's a lull and I don't know who's going to speak, because he thinks you're the one who might be buying your family souvenirs at the airport. Oh, shoot. I was so disinterested in the whole thing. I was sitting there thinking about what I'm doing for dinner tonight. Um, And who the heck is Trina Turk? (laughs) So, okay. Craig? (laughs) Okay. I was going to talk about the dining package coming to Tony's Town Square with. Main Street Electrical Parade. Oh, please, parade. Sir, Give me something else to yell about. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. It's $45 for a three-course <laughs> meal and a reserve spot, so we won't go there. Um, a reserve spot for the Main Street Electrical Parade? Yes, because yes. you need one now. <laughs> you don't. You, you, have, you, don't. you get Chef Boyardee in a spot on the curb? <laughs> <laughs> well, now because you're going to feel like I you're... I was just going to say. Yeah, because you're going to be eating like the homeless at a that's soup right, kitchen, right. so you might as well sit on the curb afterwards. Here's your tin can sauce. Sit down. <laughs> it's very Brooklyn. So uh, a new premium evening safari experience is coming to uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. It's called Savor the Savannah. 
Uh, it's a <laughs> Why do you have to say it like because everyone because of has Savannah. to say it in a Southern drawl <laughs> for Savannah murder? Uh, Savannah. It's a <laughs> it's a different Savannah. Yeah, <laughs> It's a premium evening safari experience uh, that starts on June 26th. It's 169 dollars per guest. You have to eat a Tony's. <laughs> Minimum age of eight years old. Uh, so basically, uh, a group up to 12 people will ride in their own private safari vehicle. Um, and they will receive an African-inspired tapas menu with uh, regional beverages. While with, you're in the vehicle? With, probably. Just no, to get it all over the place. No, they take you that little... <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> by where that picture was taken. Oh, yeah. And uh, you will get to beer, wine, specialty drinks, and yeah, you'll be you'll do all this on your private viewing area of the Savannah. Remember when Animal Kingdom first opened, and they came out and said they weren't going to stay open at night for the sake of the animals that that kind of crowd, because a lot of the animals were nocturnal, and this would um, aggravate them and upset them. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's out the window. Apparently, they don't give a rat's butt anymore about the animals and how they feel. Well, the tapas is actually the things they've killed on a drive. (laughs) I just think, I I remember this whole spiel about how this was not a zoo and they weren't going to be open at night because it would upset the animals and there were never going to be fireworks. Pretty soon there's going to be Then they shut down all but two attractions at Hollywood Studios. i got to do something. (laughs) I, I just, I think to myself, do they think we don't remember this stuff? Pretty much. Uh, Okay, but I do. That was ninety eight, right? You know, so say that price again: one hundred sixty nine dollars per person for tapas mm-hmm. for uh-huh. up to twelve people in one of those yes. things. You're basically paying for a survival. I will board. tell you this: I have done, I have done the the like the VIP safaris before. They're very cool. They're very, very cool, and you get some amazing photos. But then again, this is being done at night. So, but they said they have a photographer on the. Oh, the truck, sorry. yeah, and, and the yeah, ninety nine times out of a hundred, I take much better pictures than oh. they do. Yeah, so do I you. Agree with you. Well, yeah. and so, they're not going to be able to use flash because they can't use flash at night with the uh, animals on the safaris. Maybe so. they have a night vision camera. Mm-hmm. Who are I you talking to? Why do you have the phone up to you? Hello? It's backwards, by the way. That's that's very modern day Jack Benny. <laughs> well, let me tell you about the safari. <laughs> Take my wife, please. That's Benny. That's uh, uh, oh, George uh, Burns. No, take my wife, please. Uh, oh my God, what's his name? It wasn't Jack Benny? That was uh, George Burns. No, um, uh, I can't think of it. Borat. Somebody will tell us. It wasn't Jack Benny. It was. I so don't care. <laughs> You didn't care about the finding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you, Craig. And uh, that actually, I think, is unless we have something else we want to talk about. Tell the story about your nephew waiting in line. It was actually pretty funny. We had a house guest the last. He left Friday. He was here for ten days. He is my cousin's son. So in reality he is my first cousin once removed according to the internet but (laughs) he's 30 years younger than i am he's your nephew he he called me uncle kevin since he was born so i call him my nephew he's my cousin nephew nick Nick was here very southern (laughs) it is he's my cousin nephew um he's my first cousin once removed but he's 30 years younger than i am so it's not like husband wife (laughs) or cousin sister um 
John bought him a five-day ticket, and he made quite a use out of this ticket. He, he, he got his money's worth out of this five-day park hopper. Well, he rode the voyage of the Little Mermaid. Now, he hasn't been here in probably six years where he could just run around and do what he wanted. And he got in line and saw the Voyage of the Little Mermaid and thought it was great. Well, then he found um, Ariel's Grotto, and he thought it was another ride. And he said, all of a sudden, he waited in line for like 20 minutes, and everybody was looking at him funny. But he said he was the only six-foot-four guy in a line full of young girls. <laughs> and some, some father finally came up and said to him, do you know what you're in line for? And he said, is this a ride? He goes, no, it's a meet and greet for Ariel. He said he's never been so embarrassed. He had to go all the way back through the line. Said, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> so the joke all week was, what did you wait in line for now? <laughs> well, well, did you wait in line to creep out? <laughs> so but, he, but he enjoyed it? He had a great oh, time. Such a good time. And then I took him to, I had never been to the Kissimmee train station. Remember Green Acres in Hooterville? Yeah. <laughs> the Kissimmee train station is not as big as this room. And it was made in like the 1800s, and it still looks exactly the same. So I put him on a train, and he went to Fort Lauderdale to meet his family, and they're going on a Royal Caribbean cruise. So he's had a very good month of May and June. I will say this. This is his first time being here since my Disney experience, and he loved it. Oh, he really? He thought it was he the took best to thing like ever. Duck in water. He thought he was making reservations on the fly, and he was changing stuff, and like he would go, but you know, by himself, he could go from park to park, yeah, yeah. and do stuff. And he's he 20. loved it. Oh my god! So he was had way more energy than the rest of us. Yeah. However, he said to me, "Does it always get this hot in Florida?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know. I, am I the only one? I think it's been beautiful. Yes. Oh my god! Oh, Saturday up was horrible. Up until <laughs> late, uh, uh, we could go tomorrow, Wednesday. It, we went out Wednesday, Someone and all of a sudden it was, you thought, okay, summer's here. The humidity was high. The temperature was high. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday were really warm. See, and I was in Animal Kingdom last Wednesday. and oh, I was so much cooler there. Very comfortable. I was, I don't know. I don't know what, maybe it's the weight loss. I don't know. But I'm like, okay. Well, he had a great time. He, had a, he really enjoyed it. Awesome. All right. Well, that is going to do it for our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, go to Disneyland and stay out of the damn lakes and don't pay $60 for a buffet. (laughs) 